Blog Talk Radio. It's gonna be alright. <laughs> better believe that.
been a part of this heart right here at Venice. At the same time, you was both loved and feared. It won't be the fucking thug of the year. I'm a more you tell I join
today people will be exploring the mind. Lots of treasures and lost clothes were left here. What? We'll be walking through many corridors that no one has ever seen. Yo, you know what? I'm cool, yo. Or it's never
Yeah, yeah, your boy Flossy GZ back at you once again, coming at you all the way live, and it's going all the way down. Your boy Flossy putting it in this evening with a little bit of naughty by nature. I'm taking it all the way back to about 1989. You know how I love doing this old school hip hop, and you know I ain't going to change because I'm old school too. This is the 8 p.m. show. I'm live from Portland, Oregon, broadcasting. 516-418-5983, 516-418-5983. And tonight we're doing, you know, the Independent Leaders uh, debut album for Naughty by Nature. They went under the release name initially of New Style back in 1989 on MCA Records, and the production of the album was credited to the group. The tags tonight are Trent, Ben Rock, KG, New Style, and Independent Leaders, Dirty Jerry's, OPP, Hip Hop Parade, and all the other good stuff that went all the way down. So your boy Flossy Jeezy is going to try to get it all the way in and keep this bad boy rolling. Naughty by Nature is a Grammy Award-winning American Hip Hop trio from East Orange, New Jersey, consisting of Trench, Anthony Chris Born, December 2nd, 1970, Ben Rock, Vincent Brown, First Cousin, and Mike Tyson, born September 17th, 1970. You know, in the 1980s, the group was formed in East Orange and uh, colloquially known as Hill Town in the 80s. And in 1988, the group first appeared on the music scene in 1989 released an album called Independent Leaders under its name uh, for the new style. The album generated minor uh, hit, Scuffing Those Knees, after it being released on its first album. The group was mentioned by fellow New Jersey native Queen Latifah, and subsequently changed its name, you know, to Naughty by Nature. In the 90s, the group's first Naughty by Nature track was called OPP, which was sampled from the Jackson 5's ABC. And, you know, the rest is history. You know what I'm saying? These boys, man, they showed up in such films as, you know, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, Malibu's Most Wanted, Kids, Monk, and The Office. OPP also gave critical acclaim being named one of the top one at a time in 1998 by the Source magazine and being like the 20th best. So your boy, Flossie Jeezy, once again, is bringing it back to you, and I'm going to come right on in here and drop it on you. You know what I'm saying? Also known as New Style, again, East Orange, the genres of hip-hop, and East Coast hip-hop, active years 1988 to 2000, 2006 to the present. The labels were MCA, TVT, Tommy Boy, Warner Brothers, Arista uh, BMG, and associate actor Queen Latifah, Tupac, Macabelli, baby, Apache, Road Dogs, Rock Rascals, and EZE. And the website is naughtybynature.com. The members are Tretch, Ben Rock, and past members was KG. So your boy, Flossy Gigi, like I said, in here trying to get it in for you, trying to make you feel it. We're going to run that first album. You know how I like to do it. I like to play the whole album so you can get the bullet because you didn't call in to listen to me. You called in to listen to the artist that I'm displaying. Again, Independent Leaders of the debut album from Naughty by Nature, released under the name New Style in 1989. You know, the production album credited in the group was Scuffing Those Knees, Star Smoking, Picture Perfect, Can't Win for Losing, Dropping the Bomb, Pity Extreme, Independent Leaders, New Versus Style, Smooth Mood, and Bring the Rock. Again, released in 1989, East Coast Hip Hop. The label was Bon Amney, MCA Records. Uh, producer was a new style. 
And again, you know what I'm saying? Get it in for show for show. All music races and three out of five stars. So they got out there pretty good. And we're going to go ahead and get it on in ourselves. Your boy Flossie Jeezy, of course, I'd be remiss to say that you can find me on Facebook at Flossie Jeezy Show Worldwide. You know what I'm saying? Flossie Jeezy Sports and News. You can find me over at Reverb Nation. It's over there trying to make it happen. I got a Flossie Jeezy page also for my music on Facebook. And you can find me just about anywhere. So without further ado, once again, it's Flossie Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? What's poppin' 47 Naughty by Nature. 516-418-5983, 516-418-5983. Man, let's go ahead and get this bad boy started with Naughty by Nature, Stuffing Those Knees. There are three basic elements essential to life, solids, liquids, and gases. But all scientists forgot about the fourth. Scratch classic KG, tell them, what is that fourth element? Element.
in hell, begging for relations and nature start stepping. The backs are turned on the brothers of black, as if they're saying we'll be back, but to then kiss the crack. I'm aware things frayed for me, to part out. The covers up star files, the lot hands on top. But we know the flow, the wisdom, truth of the truth. It's growing like the colas and those that don't give a hoot. But I'm one that cares, and I'm here to stare the problems in the eye. Pluck the pupil to get my message across. Death is a boss to toss. Many other people to the land of the lost. It's time for independent leaders to surface. Be brave and nervous. Cause freedom is picture perfect. People all over the world. Poverty keeps us petrol. Senator, tickle each other, toast and sit back, sip Nespresso's. Nothing will change until our message is caught. There'll be no land of the lost if there was land of the thought. Thinking has a way of getting ideas across. You know, instead of waiting for the worst and going, uh-oh, yo. You gotta lift the left wing and sing to things level. Bondage is there because of the greedy weak devils. Striking us with the force with back six guitars. Why don't they leave? They can't just hit the airports. Green cards or bars, passports can be bought. Our people are trapped. The government has them caught. It's time for independent leaders to surface. Be brave, not nervous. Cause freedom is picture perfect People all over the world Join hands Picture this A land where brothers all loving one another And black men and white men build lands hand in hand That's what I'm talking about Walking about Winking about Thinking about Out In and around I swear the story surrounds me It sounds me Yo, holy, come and give me a pound V Ignorance and hatred is part of what started it Now let's get down to the nut and both part of it Political awareness ain't taught us Caught careless That's putting it straight away Told out of Before there was light Right is right, come on and get with it A problem's here, the first step is to admit it There's crisis all over, over here's the thugs We have dealers serving cocktails of blood and drugs We have kids packing pizzas, who knows where they'll go Why they're not old enough to know the ass from the elbow It's time for independent leaders to surface Be brave, not nervous, cause freedom is picture perfect People all over the world
and this is the maximum rap from strapping up my style of sinking so strike holding on my job for what yo for dear life hold it tight to never let go sever petrol five things that no double double that fucking the bubble subtle Lee I'll be all why your whole fleet you used to call me tiny before trick teeth thought I was too light to fight now all tight sweat me so I had a hit they really thought they were juice and to the news I was born you can't win for losing you can't win for losing
the dome. It's time to take a freestyle to the extreme. Get up and rock. To the extreme I'm getting with a freestyle. Fiends go ripping. Parties meanwhile, he's a squad father. I'm the daddy. Busting your heart like a greasy beef patty. To the extreme, it's here to fit in. It's simply stating this is far as you're getting. I'm Vin Rock. Right next to the Trexer, I'm a playboy, so call me Ben Hefner. Double T, a big boot knocker, relieve me of my duties as a microphone rocker. I'm Double T, Trex. relieving all duties, microphones, any kind of suit me. If I were mad, I'd get moody. If caught throwing leather, I'd be named Doug Flutie. To the extreme, I'm extremely happy at the snappy, crappy raps that's creamy. Like a shirt, two sizes small, then sneak a speaker, make them say yes, y'all. Well, boss, this is kind of an assignment. I lost my mind, so it's time to y'all to find it. It's bedtime for your suckers close to autumn. I say goodnight one by one like the Waltons. Good night, Biter. Good night, Fag. Good night, John Boy. Now breathe in a glad bag. Double T, one of the new style founders. Find a fraud and then flip him like a flounder. Flip like one of the F's and Fendi. Smack, sneak, by boom. I didn't know I had it in me. Now that I know, I think I'll flow on a look at the granddaddy all phase. K on the baseline. Also, the scratches, the beats, the sheets, the creeps. Yo, the rap is crawling, yes, yawling and falling like an avalanche. The other nine brothers never had a chance. So, KG, the hot top flocker, hit some cuts and give a breather to the rockers. To the extreme. Depends. 
many pebbles take ease. I'm keeping the shelf on myself and got a boost on the brothers. They skip six one way, another half a dozen of other. Running for cover, the squad father paid attention. Another, I got lava. You are home watching the nonsense. You're not ready to rock. I gave it all that I got. You're bonded than me. Now you can kiss the twat. That's all fine and good. Now you took your past having fun. Now I'm going to show you why they say I ain't the one. My tears correct and I'm in it to win. You're just a cheap piece of vinyl with a high gloss finish. Stretch one pet with me. Yeah. 
and Devo. Starting to send it through a new ever with the purpose to purchase a new sound. Like Bruce born in the USA Park, Elton John, Big and David B. Ross, Twisted Sister, Little Richard, Tears for Fear, The Great Jimmy Hendrix, Mr. Mr. Say it's Heights and Glider, Dance the Stagger, Faith the Scream, as on tour with Mick Jack, Chuck Perry was married, Paul and Oates was dope, Prince stuck to his hips like soap on a rope. Let's go back down to earth, the center of rock and roll with Billy and Billy as an idol and Joe. Stop slamming, damn you, twirl and hurl you like Billy Joel, I'm also speaking up. Town girls do hop and jump in, roll around, pump with, cock it, stuff it, cock it and hunt it. Here it is again, the breaker out of them pop. Yeah, bring the rock on top to hip hop. Break it down, please. Minor hits on the Billboard charts. Well, they don't know what they was listening to, but I'm telling you, 
we all know out there in the community that those songs bumped the hood big time. You know, Stanford Swihart, all music claims it was the most contagious crossover radio smash in the autumn of 1991. You know, I've never understood what that crossover business meant. Either it's good music or it's not. All that, you know, weird detail stuff, I, you know, maybe it's me. I just don't get it. In addition, Swihart considers Naughty by Nature to be both pop and a rap classic, as well as a must-have album for fans of East Coast rap. In 1998, it was selected as one of the best 100 rap albums, you know, by Source Magazine. Again, released September 3rd, 1991, recorded in 1991, you know, for that year. East Coast hip-hop, gangster rap, the length is one hour and 15 minutes. The label is Tommy Boy, producer Naughty by Nature and Louis Vega. Okay, so, I mean, you got to love it, man. You got to love this thing. OPP was released. August 24th, uh, 1991. Everything's going to be all right. It was November of 1991. And Uptown Anthem, boy, that was a cut. It was released January 22nd, 1992. All music rates it at a full five out of five stars. And uh, I'm telling you, man, they kept the cameras rolling on that flavor. That was that flavor for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Flavor for real. Your boy, Flossy Jeezy, once again, coming back at you with it. 516-418-5983, And one more time, because I don't like to fumble, mumble, or stumble in the game. Bossy Jeezy, 516-418. Get in, man. Let me go ahead and make sure that I run all the way down the line, make sure I didn't forget, man. You know, you know, you, you know you're old school, so I don't like for my, my memory on my mind to play tricks on me. Yoke the Joker, Wildest Man Alive, featuring Queen Latifah, OPP. Everything's going to be all right. You know what I'm saying? Let the hoes go every day, all day. Guard your grill. Pin the tail on the donkey. One, two, three. Featuring Lakeem, Shabazz, and Apache. Strike the nerve. Rhyme, rhyme, excuse me, rhyme on. Rhyme, I'll shine on. You might, let me say that again, man. The fun is too good tonight. You know what I'm saying? Rhyme, shine on. Featuring Aphrodite. Thanks for sleepwalking and Uptown Anthem. I'll say those songs again before we get up out of here tonight. You know what I'm saying? This will probably be the last one at the time that's allowed it. But your boy, Flossie Jeezy, spinning it at you. Naughty by nature in 1991. Get it on in before I fall all the way up. Your boy, Flossie Jeezy.
And if you don't, you will buy the time the track is done. Queen Latifah the sire, give him some call. Function. I don't mean to be blunt or front, shrewd or rude. How can you get your honey dip? Looks like a honey dude. So keep it to yourself. Greet it when you're in good health. So before you come and try to treach, try yourself. Cause I ain't having it. Remember, act like you know. And if you can't act jack, you best find the dough. I hate a fake a trader. Saba Nava, see a gator. I sell my yada beast. I sell all my later. Yeah, you don't have a chance. Boss, see you next. This track is KG's baby and he named it death. I'm smoking enemies like chimneys. I ain't friendly. F*** your Fendi. I'm swinging for your guy.
Some say I'm all in all, nothing but a dog now. 
one. Buckle up. Go on your grill. <laughs> what the fuck?
Got there we go. Take the mute off. My man, T. Will and Bill, what's going down? What's going on, brother Neil? Just calling in, man, trying to see what you got going on. Man, you know you got to drop it on me with the business. Drop it on me. Oh, man, look at here. I, I damn near was just trying to call in, man. I just down there got out of work. I seen you had, I seen you had a show on, so I said, let me, let me call in to see what Brother Neil's talking about, man. Yeah, but you know what I want to hear. What the business? What the business? Come on, man. Stop it up. Here it is, man. All right, all right. I say, uh, what's the business? What's the business? What's the motherfucking business, Neil? Now, now we official. Already, <laughs> <laughs> bro. Already. Hey, man, it ain't nothing to it, man. When I do these old-school music shows, you know, I do old-school hip-hop. I do, you know, funk and I do jazz. I usually just kind of yeah. let the whole album play out, just kind of lament through stuff. But when I have a special, like my man from, from the city, the city, Oldmont, Texas, Team Will the Bill, man with 100 million bars in one stretch, I got to let him in and find out what's going down and what the business is. And before I get too far out, man, so sorry to hear and see and witness what happened down there in the home state yesterday, man. Why don't you, why don't you drop a little something on this, man, about how, how you was feeling about that, man. That was, that was, that was harsh. Well, I mean, bro, you know, man, there's a lot of stuff going on today, man. And, and, and to be honest with you, man, they got some stuff that happened, uh, like last week, and, um, what'd you what'd you say, Mike? Well, hold, hold on a second. Put the audio here. Go ahead, my man. Whoa, whoa! What happened? Oh, that's crazy. They dropped my man's call when he went to talking about Texas because he's from Texas, and I don't know what's going on. But hopefully, okay, he's back. He's back. I, you know, you know, I got to get that. I don't know. I don't know what they're doing out there. They, they must be listening too hard. Go ahead. Yeah, they don't want to hear. They don't want to hear, brother Nels. They don't want to hear, man. But uh, like I was saying, uh, you know, a couple of guys went out, man, stealing some beer out the store. This un, um. The guy was off duty security guard, man. Um, he the guys ran to the car, man. He starts shooting at the car, claiming that he was trying to disable the vehicle from leaving. And uh, they had a, a they had a female passenger, man, in the passenger seat, and he didn't know. And he shot that car, man, and killed that woman. You know, man. He, he, yeah, man. On, I mean, man. This, this this is this man. This is the type of stuff. This just happened like last week, man. And this is the type of stuff that, you know, I mean, it's local. You know, I'm in Texas, man. So, you know, and um, it's, this is a local store that happened, like, right up Port Arthur, man. You know, like, not even two minutes down the street. And, uh, man, I mean, we're, we're facing this type of stuff every day, man. I'm, I'm honestly, to, be, to tell you the truth, bro, like, they, I think we're getting put in a, in a spot to where we're thinking, like, man, I don't have to go look on the world news to see terrorism 
uh, acts of violence that's like real terrorism stuff, man. I don't have to go look on world news, man. I can go look at the local news now. And I think that I think that we're getting we're trying to get put in the spot, man, where these folks are trying to put fear in us from they don't even want us to come outside. You know, you know, bro, you can't go do anything no more, man. I'm bro, I don't know what to say, man. If you get stopped by the cops, like what can you do to assume to, to assure that you'll be alive after they leave? And it's scary, man. I mean, you know, like I said, these are these are things that's not getting Touched by everybody, we're not, you know, I don't think you, I don't, that's not reaching out the state. Um, I talked to some guys today in Houston about, you know, about what happened, and they were, like, dumbfounded that they never even heard of this that just happened. And this guy that did this killing, man, wasn't even, like, a cop, a security guard that wasn't even licensed to carry no gun. He just was that happened to be going to the store when these guys was running out the store with some beer. I mean, it was some beer, Nell. It wasn't like they stole a purse. They took some dang beer. And a woman lost their life because one guy felt it. He felt that it was in his right as a security guard to not protect the store but try to apprehend the suspects by shooting at their vehicle, man. I, I mean, it's, it's crazy, y'all. It's crazy. And like I said, it's just in the little old Texas town. You know, and it's easily to get swept up under the rug because, you know, it's not making national news. And, um, you know, with the stuff that happened out there in Dallas, man, I mean, you know, people are getting tired uh, uh, of stuff like that to, well, what can they do? I mean, is this the only way that they're going to be able to get somebody to to say, finally, finally, when is enough? Enough is just too much right now, man. So, you know, all I can say is pray, bro. Uh, uh, um, you know, and and try to find peace within yourself because I can't I can't afford to let some prick that goes to work and mad because his wife ain't performing or doing what she's doing at home. Now she's mad. Right. He's mad, ready to take things out because you know. Um, I got a pocket knife in my pocket, you know, you know, and 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 and, and he asking me, do I have anything? It's a pocket knife. He think it's a gun. He shoot me, bam! It's a fucking pocket knife. Like, come on, man. I mean, and once the trigger's pulled, and the person, once the trigger's pulled, bro, and the person's dead, it's nothing that you, man. Look, all the stuff can't bring that person back. You got you got brothers that's getting killed in front of their. Why in front of their girlfriend and their kid? Like, if the girl move her hands off the dashboard to go and help the help the husband that's getting shot by the cop, she's gonna get shot too. Now you got a baby that's gonna be raised, you know, with, with no parent because this cop felt right to he can do, you know, take someone's life and it was just gonna be all good because he's law enforcement. I mean, I don't know, man. We, we can. We've been involved with a lot of this for a long time, bro. With with, with slavery and all this stuff, like killings and stuff, been happening. But it's finally taking notice to where these folks are finally saying, "Well, God, man, these people been through a whole lot, you know." And man, we need help, bro. Man, I tell you what, man. You know, when I'm in Portland and I get pulled over 
you know, quite a bit before I got, you know, I, I got some better wheels. I I put my hands on the steering wheel, and I and I always pull one hand out the window, and I reach over with the other hand to do stuff before I do anything. I have to ask them because they so they so trigger happy, and, and, uh, you know, and, and so you know, uh, unconscious what they're doing here. You know, it's kind of hard. Don't be one hundred about it. It's kind of hard to hear this be peaceful and be peace shit, and y'all ain't be peace. It's kind of hard to want to try to do the right thing when the right thing ain't being done. It's kind of hard to sit up and watch these cowards killing us over and over and over again and stuff happen, and we're supposed to be peace. You know what I'm saying? You're, you're, you know, let's come together. Let's do this. Let's stop the divisiveness. Don't tell us that. Tell your peace force that. Because you told us yeah. how hard it is for y'all, peace officers, but we see you doing everything but what you're supposed to be doing, and you definitely ain't be peace and calm. Any see that disagrees with me, wave your arms on some rock him shit. You ain't being peace and be calm. You doing everything but being peace. You're supposed to serve and protect, but all you doing is serving. Yeah. shit. You, you got a guy that worked at a Catholic high school. You have you got you got white folks even crying over this cat because he, he he's registered, he's legal. And he's telling you he's registered and legal, and then you try to change the story and have the sister had not had her cell phone going, we might have seen two down and down. So, I mean, you're talking about being peace and calm, but you're not being peace and calm. This brother that did that down, down there in, 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 in Dallas last night, you know what I'm saying, had done tours, which means he was already on some post-traumatic stress stuff, but you don't account for none of that. Y'all do some shit. And it's like, okay, well, we got to think about your mental condition. We do some stuff just going to the store and coming back home, and all of a sudden, you can't de-escalate with us. The brother that the, the, the Black Lives Movement was saying on the awards show the other night, every day these white folks get an opportunity to de-escalate without being shot and killed. Why is your yep. fear element or hatred so high for us that you can't de-escalate before you kill us? I don't get that, man. Yeah, well, hey, I bro, Nils, I mean... Somebody told me, I mean, I didn't see the quote, but somebody told me that all this stuff really started, all the killings really started happening when once Donald Trump got on TV and said it's time to make America white again. You know, when Donald Trump get on TV and this is the guy that's hopefully trying to be the Republican presidential nominee, uh, 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 you know, he gets on TV and says we want to, Keep the keep the Muslims off. That's racist. We want to keep the Mexicans out. That's racist. Like we want to make American white again. Like I mean, you know. So to me, you're here. He's reaching out to all these racist undercover. Like I live literally uh, probably three minutes, four minutes away from a city called Vada, Texas. Let me tell y'all something about Vada. Vada ain't nothing nice, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like my like 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 my bro uh, Mike, who you know I introduced you to last time we had a show to talk to. He he he's from Oklahoma, but he moved down to to Vida, man. And uh, you know I'm just sharing his story. This is his story. He's not here to tell you, but I'm just sharing it with you. He moved down to Vida. Him and his family. Him and his family moved from from Oklahoma. His mom, you know. Uh, uh, Met a guy in Vida, man, and they got married, you know. And um, uh, the, the, you know, my boy, he's 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 mixed, 
you know, he's a mixed guy. I think his father's black and his mom white. So he's mixed. And these guys that don't give the um the color complexion of the white people. So he looks more he looks more darker complexion, so he looks just kinda of black. Well, you know, this white city, town, Vada, you know, they 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 can't stand black. You know, they, they wanna you know and this guy brother went out to went to school, man, to the high school out there, man. And you know, he's a he's becoming a star football player. Um, you know, a lot of stuff is going on out there with him and you know, they one day, bro, they just found they found his brother dead on a railroad tracks, bro. Like, this dude is in high school, bro. He in high school. He's not even eighteen years old. He, they found him dead on the railroad tracks and nobody said nothing, nobody did nothing, brother Neil. Like, every we all know that's a racist city. Like, CNN went to that city, dog, when they tried to integrate the projects out there by moving black people in the projects out there. And CNN got on TV, went out there, made a big old hoopla about it, man. And I guarantee you, those black people didn't stay out there that long before you had people out there spray painting, you know, nigga this and go back this and all this and the the uh you know white guy and the um, black dude the white girl they they you know people out there spray paint nigga lover all on their houses and I mean you know when you when you dealing with stuff like that and that's just down south like we we're faced with this every day every day you know what I'm saying from from the James Bird incident you know James Bird right. incident that 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 really was something that was a real deal but not only in James Bird's uh uh situation and God forbid that that even happened, but they had a lady that was from my city not even three months later. She was a, uh, she was a black black young lady dating a white guy. White guy took her, took her out to ride out there and it's like a little sand pit, man, hooked her to the back of the truck and drug her in the sand pits and killed her. Just drug her around the sand pit. Hooked her like James Bird. But, we, but that didn't make the news. That didn't hold, that, hold that on didn't just kick. A second, fam. Let me see who else is here calling in. Six six five seven, who we working with? This is my new number. Nell. Who who that? Who, who that? You hear me? This dub, this is my new number. All right, Dub, right on man. Grab right on glad, glad to have you on deck. Do you would want to be on board, man? I was doing not only by nature, but I'm doing all the albums and stuff. And I was on the second album, my man called in. I was like when Neil Dub has been hot on this one. You know what I'm saying? You know, for the last couple of days, too. Uh, but, uh, man, finish that story real quick, though, there, T, man. I mean, you know, give a shout-out to Doug. But, uh, man, you know. Like yeah, I mean, I mean, like I, like I was saying, bro, you know, that that's just the type of things that doesn't have, that doesn't make the news. Like, if it's not on the, the world news or not on your local U.S. news, you know, you're not you're important, bro. You you you're not getting the wolf of that. You know what I'm saying? You're not catching none of this. So once you know, once people hear these type of things, like how can it continue to go on? How can we look forward to changing the way that things are going? I'm scared that look, man, I'd rather handle things myself than call the cops now. Because if I call the cops and they come out, they already thinking, you know, whatever they're thinking, I'm liable to be the corporate. Uh, if I'm calling 
and you don't know I'm calling, they liable to come and harass me, and I'm the fucking one that called you. You know, that just and 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 um, a case in point, another is another incident, man. We playing music. We just jamming music out here, man. You know, the cops come or, or run over there when we playing the music, and they drawing their guns out just because the noise pollution. You got a gun out. Cause, Cause, you come over here, cause of loud music. You pulling your gun out, shaking and shit, all nervous. So I'm looking at this guy, man. He's just really, really nervous. So I asked a couple. Of, I asked one of the cops. He must have had some seniority on him because he was kind of stayed back. So I asked him. I said, "Can I ask you a question?" He was like, "Sure." And I and he and I asked him to ask him a question. And his and his reply was, "Shoot." Like, yeah, go and shoot the question to me. Why wow, this guy got this got this damn filter um, drawn on us behind loud music? And I asked him. I said, "If if you came behind loud music, is it necessary to, to to have your guns drawn when you come?" And he said, "Well, we don't know who you know who's over here. If if they're murderers or killers, cop killers, anything like that." He was trying to justify them coming with their guns. And I told him, "Well, while you were justifying running up to the house with your guns, you ran right past me and another guy. Why couldn't we be killers?" Like, I couldn't weep. Like, you, you thinking that you're coming to a scene where there's killers at, and you running up on one guy with your guns drawn, and you pass two guys up. Why can't we be the killers that can shoot y'all and execute y'all in the back of the head? Now, we're not going to do that, but I'm just saying it could have been a situation where that could have happened. And they, they wasn't focused on us. They just was focused on coming over there, messing with a black guy, doing what they had to do to, to, to try to dis, disrupt what they had going on. And I just, I'm just trying to get a, a full notion, Brother Nails, of, you know, we get these little bitty, I mean, it can be a little kink, little kink, little kinks, but if you get enough kink, man, you'll start denting the armor, you know? Like, like, if you, right. hit it, if you hit it with a hammer enough, you'll eventually start making it weak. And you keep on doing it, you keep on doing it. I'm going to sing you a song I got, man, called, uh, it's called, uh, how much more? I'm gonna sing you a song that I did, and you know it was hitting on some of the uh, Trayvon Martins and some of this stuff. And man, I, like I did this song not too long ago, and like I had to listen to it because this stuff is still going on. Like, I, and I'm acting in the song is like uh, I'm saying uh, in the song is uh, how much more can my people take? You know, and, and on the right. hook I said, on the hook I said. Um, he got. I said, uh, I got my hands up, and still you beat me down, beat me down. How much more can uh, my people take? He got his hands up, but still you gunned him down. How much more can my people take? And I said, it can happen anywhere in your city or your town. It can happen anywhere. And true enough, from different spots. I mean, I started off and said. Ferguson, Missouri, Florida, New York City. It can happen anywhere in your town. It don't it don't matter, bro. You know what I'm saying? It don't matter where you at. And for us to sit and see this thing like this is our country. It just this is our country, bro. It's not like we talking about China or Korea. We talking about the United States. Right. Well, man, we talking about all the United States. All this extra stuff I don't hear about that you hear about, that is what that page, someone, you know, uh, uh, something else they won't tell you is all about. 
when you get these stories, when these things happen near you or anything, you know, that, that's foul or something, they just ain't put throw it in that page. That's what it's for because I have all kind of alleged dominant society people trying to join that page, but I won't let them join that page because I'm not going to have you coming in there scuffing up what we're talking about. It, it, it's, yeah. it's not like the hip-hop sports. It's like, like the sports thing. It's something that's tailored for us just for us on that Farrakhan type level where you can get in there and express how you're feeling. You can drop uh, joints in there, songs in there, whatever you're doing. You can, you know, express how you're feeling about this stuff because this is stuff that they just won't tell us, whether it's, you know, uh, you know, one of our people's folks' birthday or some of our inventions or stuff they don't talk about. That is what that page is for. I don't I do not do the, the, the extra, you know, I got sports pages and all kind of other blog pages for you to drop your other stuff in, but that page is for us to be able to do that. And if songs relate to that, if you see stories like what you just told me about the sister that got drugged, anything that happens like that that we should know about and they ain't talking about, throw it in that page, man, because that's, like I said before, basically speak, I don't care who's listening, that's our page. Just a second. So, go ahead and jump in there, man. Fire in the hole, man. Man, I I just been peeping the vibe. I mean, you know how you know how I am with it, man. I I really been sitting back. My thing is, uh, I'm upset with us, bro. And uh, a couple of people that, that 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 I'm friends with know how I came out when I when I said it on Facebook, man. I said, and all my little religious family got upset and everything. But I said, when y'all ask get done praying and marching, uh, uh, let me know when that shit is over with, cause I'm gonna take a nap. Because they're going to do the same shit that y'all did last time, praying and marching. They only respect violence and money. Quit buying up all this shit every Friday, all this motherfucking liquor and gas and going to their grocery stores and all this shit. Motherfucking get up early in the morning, take your kids to school on Friday, whatever Friday we designate, call in sick. And don't do shit for the rest of the day. Get off Facebook, because every time you use that motherfucker, they get money, advertisements. Don't buy shit out of no grocery stores, no gas stations, none of that fucking shit. Stamps, nothing. You use them fucking sick days for turn-up recovery. Oh, I turned up last night. I'm going to call in sick. You use them sick days for all kind of bullshit and fuckery. Use them sick days and hurt their pockets. Everybody black can take their ass to work this morning, and we ain't buy no gas out, no gas station, no sugar, no groceries, no milk, no nothing. And you pull that shit once a month until that economy starts. Damn, these people ain't moving. They ain't doing nothing. Then you organize yourself, get you a list of demands, and you sit there and you say, hey, until shit get right, we ain't going to spend our money. That $1.1 trillion worth of spending power, we not touching shit. We not buying shit. No gas, none of that. We're going to keep fucking with your economy until you start listening. You organize yourself, you walk in there with your demands, and you get some legislation behind it. Because when you fuck with their money, you got their attention. Then you slide the paper up under it. Because you know what? That's how they got this country. They went and shot up as many of them British motherfuckers as they could. When they started winning the war, they wrote the Declaration of Independence. So guess what? Once we start affecting their pocket, because they can pull out all the guns they want to. You can pull out all the guns you want to. If I ain't shopping, ain't shit you can do about it. Put a gun to my head and be like, nigga, you need to buy this gas. I'm going to be like, fuck your gas. Pull the trigger. <laughs> I ain't buying no gas. Your economy just going to have to suck. And then you organize yourself. You come in there with your demands and you say, look, I got a solution on how we're going to cure this pr- police brutality real quick. We're going to make this shit like health care insurance or me- malpractice insurance. 
you got an officer, and mind you, all of these officers that was involved in this shit got four and five of these fucking, uh, got four and five of these police brutalities attached to their record. You make this shit like malpractice for a doctor or a dentist. You get three of these motherfuckers a year, you're not allowed to work nowhere in the United States. I bet you they ass start treating people better then. And you make them get that insurance as soon as they graduate from the academy. No academy, no I mean, no police station, no academy should graduate them if they don't have the insurance, and no police station should hire them if they don't have the insurance. You put that shit in the legislation. You watch how many motherfuckers start acting right when they know if they get three of them motherfuckers, they can't feed themselves or their family. Then only the stupid ones will be doing it. That's how you weed their ass out of this shit. That's how you weed this. All this marching and shit. I like my motherfucking shoes. I ain't marching nowhere. I ain't fucking my shoes up marching. Fuck that. That shit useless. It's useless. They've been doing that shit since the 60s, and they still knocking niggas off like deers out here. Get out of here with that, man. It's useless. Come up with a plan. There is a precedent for tapping the pocket. You look at what what happened with the Montgomery bus strike down there and your family's area down there in Alabama. They just quit riding that bus, and they broke the motherfuckers. Yeah, thank you. There is a precedent for breaking them fucking pockets. Y'all know, y'all know. Marching. You know, I'm going to tell you what's going to go down. I'm going to tell you what's going to go down. They're going to do all that stupid ass marching and all that fucking heat, then take their thirsty ass into 7 Eleven and buy up a whole bunch of Gatorades and put money right back in their pockets. Goofy ass yeah. shit. Stop that goofy you know, ass you, shit, man. Yeah, y'all, know, y'all know the saying when they say to turn the other cheek. But goddamn, I ain't got but two cheeks on my face. Like, how many how many slaps you gonna take till you don't have no more faces left? And I think that's what they're trying to do us, man. They trying to scare us, man, to make us to where we won't do none of that shit. We won't come out. They because they 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 feel better if they don't see us. If they think that they the only ones that's here, like you said, man, they came and stole somebody else's name. You know. They came and took something from somebody else. They took us from. They took us from somewhere. Came took somebody else's land. I mean, goddamn. And 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 you still thinking they right? You got Donald Trump getting 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 uh he getting motherfucking campaign money from David Duke like for real. Like he like David Duke is his on his damn campaign. And David Duke was the heads man of the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, he was. I mean, I mean, and, and and for us to be able to sit down and say, oh, you know, like 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 the brother just said, man, come on, man, they've been marching. I, I mean, come on, they've been doing this. This is not just happened yesterday, brother. It's been happening for years. They've been marching. The marching need to be stopped. It's time to take a stand to do something. And I understand what you're saying about your money. I understand what you're saying about that, but then. Once you once you get to the point of where you ain't got you gonna have to go do something. And that's what to me is when they gonna scare you to scare you when you come outside, bro. You ain't gonna even be able to like you said, go take care of your business, go do you go sit your ass in the house. That's what that's what they want. We can't though, man. You should hear the excuses when I've been I be running that idea past cats, you should hear the excuses. They need to go to the liquor store. Make it soap your ass up. You need to go to the liquor store for it. 
I, 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 I got to get out and about. I can't be in the house all day. Then what you buy that motherfucker for? Sleep under the bridge. Sleep under the underpass then. If you, if you just, just can't be in the house all day, sit your ass somewhere and be still. Don't be on Facebook. Don't be on Twitter. Don't be on nothing. From 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, nobody touch or spin nothing. Watch how they start crying in a couple of months. If you pull that shit once or twice, two months consecutive. Just think about the three years it finally took everybody to get their shit together on Black Friday and not go out and buy it. I used to hear the dumbest ass excuses I ever heard. Well, that's the only Friday that I could afford to buy my children a TV. That's the only uh, I could I could afford to buy my children a TV. If them niggas ain't straight A students, they don't need no fucking TV no way. <laughs> Fuck you buying them a TV for? <laughs> exactly. Shit. We got the dumbest excuses for not using our financial power, man. Use that financial power, bro. I tell you right okay. now, my sons pull some shit I don't like, and I don't break them off no bread. I bet you that shit straighten up the whole act. When I be on some, well, last time y'all did that. I didn't like it, so guess what? Ain't nobody getting nothing now. Man, you tripping, you tripping. All right, I'm going to keep tripping, I'm going to keep tripping with my money. Either y'all going to do it the way I want it done, or ain't nobody getting nothing. I bet you that should be done when I come back. If you can use that type of discipline with your children, because that's that new age parenting that we've been doing, because I would love to knock them out sometimes when they be on that BS. But I know I don't have to. I'm affecting their pocket. When I affect their pocket, they they in the room ply. Well, man, I want to do it. So you just gonna have to come on, man. We are gonna have to come up with a better way to do this so we can get. I'm in your pocket right now. Once I'm in your pocket, I'm in your stomach and I'm in your head because you're not eating right and you're not thinking right. So you That's ready to nerve. come to the table and negotiate? You ready to come to the table and negotiate? You ain't out there trying to act all wild, big, bad, and tough because they going home eating. Because what happened is the powers that be start putting pressure on the little man that's out there fucking up. When the powers that be be like, hey, these cats ain't spending money. This shit is affecting our city. It's affecting our community. It's affecting our county. It's affecting our state. When that shit start trickling up and they be like, all right, we need to really sit down and figure out what they issues is and come together. So I seen what Snoop and Game did out here today, and I liked it. But I want to know what's going to come from it. Because, I, yes. hey, I'm serious. You can go down there and you can march and you have all the dialogue you want. But if there is no repercussions for when they do what they did to that dude, we back to square one. There need to be repercussions. And marching ain't no goddamn repercussion. I'm a tired-ass goofy <laughs> man. Marching ain't no repercussion. The cops getting killed, though, did you notice how reconciliatory they want to be all of a sudden because the brother went downtown? That's what I, the point I was trying to make about the Mike Brown. Man, I'm not, I'm not going to jump on that, Nails, because I'm not too sure that that's us, bro. I ain't too sure that that's us. You, you don't believe, I believe 5% of what, what's on TV. I ain't too sure that's us, man. I need a little bit. Hey, I'm a skeptic to the, to the fullest. I need to see his body, and I want to see all five of the cops' bodies. So far, I ain't seen nothing. Hey, did y'all see, did y'all see online? Did y'all see online, Will? Hey, did y'all see anywhere online that they had some shit where uh, it was on Craigslist where they were looking for crisis actors in Dallas? It was on yeah, it was, uh, yeah, some... yeah. It was on Craigslist and it was on Wikipedia. I, I just yeah. I, I need proof, man. We 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 talking yeah. about the same government that was injecting us with syphilis, bro. Yeah, yeah. We talking about the same government that was injected. 
hey, we talk about the same government that was injecting us with syphilis. We talking about the same yeah. government who who acquitted two officers that shot Tamir Rice. We talking about that government. I need proof, bro. We talking about yeah. the same government that acquitted that acquitted four officers that sat out there and beat Rodney King like a pinata. I need yeah. proof. And anybody that's saying I'm a skeptic, nah, you just a fool. You gotta have proof. In this day and age, when people get on the internet and fact check people, you don't fact check the government. Are you serious? I need yeah. proof. That's it. I need proof. Hell y'all on, man. Let somebody say something stupid to you on Facebook, man. They be the Google this screenshot and pulled it up and fact checked them in five seconds. That's, what, hey, that's, that's what a regular saying, person. Hey, that's what they were saying about 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 the uh, about the brother. Anything happened in the news that got anything to do with black people doing any any type of crime, that's the first thing they're going to do. Is going to Google their criminal rep. They ain't, don't give a damn about what happens led up to that point. They just go, oh, like uh, I give you an instance, like with the uh, with the Alton situation. The first thing my local my local news people did open up uh, they put a questionnaire up on their Facebook page, Bruh, If you would see the and they do they, they don't put like police the page. If you would have just seen. The, the comments from all the white people that were saying this guy was so wrong because he was a criminal, his criminal record. Well, he was a, why, why, why was he a felon in possession of a, of a what you call it? But my question is this. If you got a cop that's killing a guy wide open in the daylight and y'all kill this man saying he got a gun or whatever, well, why in the hell did when the white boy went inside of there and killed all, these, all, all the, uh, the sisters and brothers inside the church, why y'all gave him a Whopper burger? Why he like? Why he was to me? He was pampered. He wasn't treated as a criminal. They 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 treat them. In other words, it's like they rewarded him. Yeah, but that's 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 the conversations that we need to be having and trying to break. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, when you talk to your children, and I be talking to my children, and and my children mix, man. So me and their mama bump heads because I. We, me and they mama bump heads because I've been like this. Come, y'all know. Come on, nails, T wheel. Y'all know. I've been like. Th- I've always been like this. I always got to question something, and I, I don't like how everybody look at it. And I don't like how everybody look at it because I grew up out. You grew up in L.A. Oh, if man. you grew up in L.A., unless you grew up in the hills somewhere, you 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 five percent at the at the minimal. You five percent think like a Black Panther. Minimal five percent. It just you approach a subject and you be like, nah, that ain't right. It don't even sound right. It don't even look right. It ain't right. And you just start calling it how it is. Because the same people that was on that Facebook page and that was on that news station, T Wheel, and this is the main reason why I don't watch the news and I don't allow my children to watch the news. Because all that shit is propaganda. It's another it's another T V show. All them same people that was questioning his criminal record. This brother in Louisiana, all the same people that was questioning his criminal record, and you watch out fast the brother in Minnesota, how fast his criminal record came out. It's the same people that right. would take they a uh, white ass over there and watch fucking Tool Time, and that goddamn last man standing with that cokehead ass fucking white boy to be on that show. That white boy spent he was pushing dope, smoking it, selling it, and using it. They run around that guy putting his ass in Christmas movies, making him Santa Claus. That's a motherfucking dope head. 
and they get mad when you tell them that shit to their face. That fucking white boy, a dopehead. He a racist dopehead because every show you listen to him talk, he sound like them Republican race. Fuck Tim Allen. If it's fuck Austin, if it's fuck Austin and it's fuck my man Philip, fuck Tim Allen. Cokehead. And they put his ass on TV and try to parade it to you like the shit ain't wrong. Let it man, be I, one of us. Let man, it be yeah. one of us. <laughs> I'm man, I talk to one hundred real. <laughs> Keep when it I real. To, when I talk to those guys today, when I talk to those guys today in Houston, man, and and, and uh, one of the guys uh, grew up, uh, he grew up in L.A. and he said that he was that it's pretty much was the same thing in L.A. He said, but in L.A. it was so bad that it wasn't it wasn't like police brutality going among. It was like actually the cops versus the hood. Like he said, he was getting harassed by black cops as well as white cops. He, he hey, it was hey, just, what? It was just, a, it was just like a, it was us against the, the police type of stuff. And when I told him about, when I told him about what happened today in Port Arthur, you know, about what happened in Port Arthur, they were shocked because they were like, man, how can stuff like this go on and we so close and don't even hear it? And it's like, well, I mean. However, however you look at it, bro, I mean, it's just, it's a sad occasion. It's sad because to look at it for so long, we, it's the same movie, the same ending. Hey, it, just, it, it is, just, and uh, this is what I said when the shit went down because somebody tagged me to the post the last five minutes when the girl was in the back of the police car in Minnesota. Somebody tagged me to her live stream. So I sat there, and I watched, and the little girl was trying to comfort her, and you know, she was she was in the car and she was talking. You could tell she got nervous then because she finally broke down and started crying. So I went on my wall and the first thing I said, I said, Facebook mad as hell about that live. But now they thought that shit was cute when everybody was going live and shit. And you like, yeah. why this motherfucker going live? They thought that shit was cute until they got introduced into our world. Some real shit. Because it ain't going to be the first time. It's going to be some real shit to go down on there. They ain't the first time. They better be glad she didn't get that that joker five minutes earlier when he actually shot the guy. Because I'm going to tell you right now, no matter how it went down, no matter how it went down, if you're doing a traffic stop over a damn tail light, why the hell you got your gun out already? You fucking coward. Fuck you got your gun out for? What you scared of? Coward ass motherfucker, it's a four-year-old in the back. They got a ladder of escalation. Use that shit. Escalation ladder of force. You know what the first ladder rung on that fucking ladder is? Verbal. Your verbal commands. He gave dude a verbal command. How you gonna give him a verbal command, but you already to escalated to the fifth rung, which is you having deadly force. That ladder of deadly force got five rungs on it. Verbal, physical, pepper spray. Then you have all them restraint tactics. Then you start getting into that, all of that lethal force shit. This dude went from zero to one, or from zero yeah, to five. And you go dead to yeah. that. Hey, hey, and, and that's like, what I was telling dude when we was in when we was in the room. I was like, bro, I was like, some of them dudes is cowards, man. And if you know your shit, like I, I just happened to know my shit. I was in the military. I happened to know my shit. You come across one of them motherfuckers, you got to make sure you break yourself. When they when they pop them lights on, bro, it's like Debo coming in the building. You breaking yourself. You make sure you got all your paperwork on the dashboard. When that motherfucker gets to the window, you got your hands on the steering wheel. Like, what you need, dog? 
hey, well, I need to see your – it's right there on the dashboard. All right, cool. Well, can you reach over to – nah, I ain't taking my hands on the steering wheel, bro. You can either read it through here or you can pull me out and fucking handcuff me and get yourself, but I ain't taking my hands off the steering wheel. Because you know how they operate. They looking for an excuse. They scared. They mind already programmed because for real, for real, if we was as bad as they say we was, there wouldn't be shit left in America. If we was as violent as they say we are. Yeah, with all the think shit. About, think about how violent out. they say we are. We'd have burnt this bitch down 150 years ago, man. Get with all the with shit that, that we didn't build the motherfucking hell, yeah, we would have burned it down. But they stayed in line to us telling us, oh, we, oh you don't get your, get your equal. We're going to treat you the same. We're going to give you this. Why they going to start a war in Vietnam? I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a nigga that been living in the United States. You going to start a war in Vietnam. You come out here and you tell we you, you going to take over all that shit. And then you tell the Vietnamese that they can come live in the United States. When they come here to live in the United States, you give them everything hand-held, hand-fed. Mm, seven free money. years and no taxes. Seven now, free now, years, no taxes. Now, all of a sudden, they, they own the stores. Now, we going to these stores, dub in the neighborhoods. They're all in the corner stores in the hoods now. You know why? Because they got an opportunity from a government that went and, and bullied, they, bullied these people in and then Gave them the opportunity to come out here and live the American way. I didn't get a, you didn't give me a choice. Did, did I want to come out here and live the American way? You took me and brought me out here and forced the American way upon me. And then when, when you took us out here and, and realized that we wasn't in the same aspect of you. So now you want to try to kill us and, and harm us, but you still need us to build America. We the ones that made America what it is, dog. Wasn't the white folks. The white folks hey, and that's that's what I'm saying, man. If, if we not getting what we want, let's get it. They paper, because I'm telling you right now, I be hearing the stories. I got some family that just recently got out, and I be hearing the stories of the stuff that go on in there, bro. When it, when them dudes don't agree with what's going on, bro, they have a sit-in. Y'all all got family that's been in and out of that monster. Y'all know what it's about. They have a sit-in, man. If somebody ain't getting treated right or whatever. No matter what race, what color it is, they get in there, man, and they, they have a sit-in, bro. That's all we need to do. America need to, Black Americans need to have a sit-in. Sit your hyper ass down. Get y'all want to be white asses out of these fucking Starbucks and shit early in the morning like these Buffies and shit. You don't need that fucking coffee. We wasn't even drinking that shit in Africa. Get y'all motherfucking ass out of these Starbucks and these liquor stores and these McDonald's and these grocery stores and all of this shit. Pick one Friday, get y'all asses organized. I don't care if it's the first, second, or third Friday of every month. Get y'all ass organized and say from 8 o'clock in the morning to 8 o'clock at night, we ain't spending shit. We not buying Starbucks and none of that nasty-ass fucking fast food that they be trying to push on us. You're going to get up, drop the kids off, call in sick, and motherfucking sit at home. Don't turn on no TVs. No, fuck, fuck with they ratings. Fuck with the TV ratings. Fuck with the money. And they start noticing the trend. Once once a month, on the second or third Friday, the fucking stock market plummets. I wonder what's going on. Instead, we out there patronizing the shit. We put money in these motherfuckers' pockets to treat us like shit and talk to us like shit. How, that go for the men, especially for the men, too, because how many are asked for the next four months going to be watching Fox? If you turn over to Fox this morning, I bet you they was talking about our ass like a goddamn dog. Niggers out there killing cops. The cop killers are niggers. They're all niggers. But as soon as y'all hear that music, 
dun, 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 dun. we all running from all kind of rooms in the house to go watch football. We shut they motherfucking ass out too. That shit not important. If you if you hit up if you hit up Philip fiance right now, she could give a damn about a football game and his little girl. That shit not fucking important. What's important is we we need to, we need to bring this shit to the table and we need to have conversations, dialogue, and legislation. Tired of niggas rapping, marching, and singing, and we go back to the same point. It's like you send your child to school. You send your child to school and you want a certain amount of production. If he go there and he fuck up every week, are you going to keep giving him what he want? No. You don't keep giving him what he want. You put some rules and regulations up and you let him know every time you don't achieve what I need to see, I don't see these results, we got a problem. And that problem is not going to be financially, fiscally patronized by me. We all got children, bro. We, we all had the speech. Don't expect me to be buying you shit if you don't do what I ask you to do. Who all done said that? I know I have, so I'm going to raise my hand. Yeah, <laughs> don't expect me to be mine, buying I tell mine too like that. Because I, yeah. I tell mine, I, I tell mine everything has to be earned. Nothing's given. I'm not just going to, like, I told my daughter the other day, you know, you mess up. I'm not rewarding you for fucking up. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. I'm not going. I'm not like uh, my uncle used to do that to me a long time ago, man. I used to get in uh, getting whooping from my uncle, and I stayed with my grandma, man. I used to be a badass nigga. Dog. My grandma, I, my grandma was already old, and I was acting bad. My uncle would come over after discipline. Well, my one uncle would come in and discipline me, and he would feel bad after he whooped me. So he would he would like give me money and let me go to the store. Well. You know, I get I get in trouble on purpose. I know he's gonna come over there and give me something after I get my ass whooped. Like that's the type of thing that growing up, yeah, that's when we were messing up bad. But we had an opportunity to learn from that. Uncle wasn't stabbing me; he wasn't shooting at me. You know what I'm saying? He was coming to whip me to get me straight. Come to tell me, hey man, you know, uh. Like trying to take me out type of shit He just was trying to get me on the right path And You know I look at I look at those things man It's the little things that, that You know the little piece of the puzzle That you have to put Like the puzzle ain't gonna look the same If you got a few pieces missing You know what I'm saying And, and, and yeah. right now man We so far We so far out of whack right now as a people Like We have all these Like dumb me, brother Nils, we we are just a few brothers. I don't think that you know we'll be able to go out to the front and just grab the megaphone and just just start demanding these these people to start doing things. We just regular people, but there's all, there's people out in out there with the voice that can get things heard quicker than what we than what we can. I, I, I agree with that, but I, I don't 100% agree with that because Black Lives Matter is a bunch of cats that's younger than us, most of them. And uh, I don't I don't really mess with them because I see some, some side agendas that be going on. I get what they're talking about. I see what they're pushing. But it's a lot of side agendas that's going on with, with Black Lives Matter. And, uh, you know, I, I respect I respect what they're doing. I, I respect what they're doing. You know, uh, 
it's like the nation of Islam or anybody else. They, they they looking at our overall cause, but the nation also have, you know, they they side agendas to it. It's not like 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 the pastors and the preachers that be out there. They all have their side agendas, and they side agendas ain't bad. It ain't always bad, but they side agendas. They have to make sure that they side agendas, and your agenda is not spearheading on what we're trying to accomplish, which is equal, which is equality. Because first and foremost, I say stuff, and it rubbed people the wrong way, but Martin Luther King set us backwards. Because if he hadn't set us backwards, we wouldn't have to pull the money away from these people the way I've been talking about to get the respect that we need in our communities. Why? We would be living in our own communities. We would be policing our own communities. We would be judges and lawyers and doctors in our own communities, owning grocery stores and banks in our own communities. Integration, yeah, integration set us backwards. And it set us backwards to where we are now, to where we look at outside and the shit looked like 1964 all over again. What what we should have been doing was pooling our money together, and we should have had financial equality. And financial equality is we might have been working some of those jobs because that's what he was fighting for, was for us to be able to have civil rights and to be able to go work some of them jobs in those communities. Financial equality to get paid what they're getting paid, what your counterparts are getting paid, but bring that goddamn money back to the hood. Bring that money back to the community. And that's what I be telling cats when you have a real good job and they tell you you got a real good job, move out the hood. No, you got a real good job. Take away from that company and go home and spend that money. We not going to get what we want until we able to self-sufficiently take care of us. Because right now, we asking for this, but Monday about 95% of us is going to get up to go to work for a corporation. All of that marching and stuff is cool, but if they late for work, it's a problem. So if you're going to be late for work or you're going to be out there protesting and be on cameras and all of that stuff and jeopardize your job and not get nothing to come from it, why not use your brain and do it smartly? Hey, boss, I'm not coming in to work today. Well, I don't understand. It must be some type of protest or something. I know he's militant. Your boss turned on the TV. He don't see a nigga in sight. But I tell you what they, what they will see. Well, the stock market plummeted today. All the KFCs were full of chicken. and Don't buy the shit because they not eating the shit. That's us eating that shit. That's us buying that liquor. That's us doing all that turnip stuff. Do not patronize that stuff. It's not going to kill us to hold on our money. Ain't nothing wrong with holding on to our money, especially when we don't agree what the hell going on. When the last time you done been to a restaurant and the restaurant treated you like shit and you sat there and ate? Come on, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> Come on, y'all. We at a restaurant and they treat us like shit, but we keep spending our money. I'm not spending my money no more, bro. I'll agree with it. That's it. People will, well, I mean, you got to buy, you ain't got to do shit. <laughs> you ain't got to do shit. Your mindset is that you got you ain't got to do shit. I got paid last Friday. I, I went and picked my boys up. I sat at home. They wanted to go to the movies. I said, bullshit, I got a fire stick. <laughs> we, we about to watch all this shit for free. <laughs> Motherfucker, hey, man, we watching all this shit for free. 
you you talking We ain't got to do nothing. We we got to get out of the mindset that we got to spend money. Spending money don't attract spending money. It attracts the loss of money. It attract it's it's like it's like going through a it's like going through a drain. A drain only do one thing. It suck water out. It suck water out. Suck water out until it eventually something get in it and it back up. Well, why don't something get in us and we back up and stop spending our dough with these cats? Apparently, they don't give a shit. <laughs> hey, you're, you're talking sixties and seventies in Chicago now because the system I grew up Say what? under, under Elijah Muhammad, the sixties and seventies I grew up under, all you had was black stores and, and black restaurants in Chicago. We weren't spending no money Thank on these you. motherfuckers. How do, you, how do you think Elijah Muhammad built that, that other than the newspaper and bean pie sales out on the streets? How do you think he built that up? Because we had our own businesses up and down Stony Island and Chicago. So we wasn't spending no money in these boys' neighborhoods. And, I, again, I'll go back to Montgomery, Alabama, and how they broke that bus company. And then it was only then that once you hear, like Warren G. said, it really doesn't matter. It was still on their pocket. As long as you was tapping them pockets and shit, that's the only way you're going to get through with these schools. But we do. We spend too much money on alcohol and, 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 and their bullshit and, and their pork and everything else. And all they do is they sit back and laugh and they get their weight on us. Quit doing the Christmas thing, too. Quit doing any, anything that yeah, represents us. When they get the most of our money, we need to quit doing that shit, man. Straight up, we need to quit doing it. Yeah, man, me and my family been at war about Christmas for the last two and a half years, bro. <laughs> I, I'm tired of talking to you. Coming over for Christmas? Nope. <laughs> Why not? Hey. I don't celebrate Christmas. They hey. they start talk, they start talking about Jesus, and I have to break it down to them. It's not about Jesus or Christmas or Christianity. You need to understand we need to be – this is what's wrong with America. We need to – all of our ass, all – 320 million of our ass need to be able to live in this country and understand that everybody don't believe the same thing you do. And just roll with it. Have dialogue with it, but roll with it. I live in a house. I'm a Lakers fan. My son hates the Lakers. (laughs) My son hates the Lakers. He likes Kobe, but he hates the Lakers. It's okay. We live in a dialogue. (laughs) We live in a house. We have dialogue. Hey, it's like, it's like my girl, my girl, my girl work at a job, man. She work at a job. So where we was just hitting on the Christmas shit. Now it's July, right? These people right. been having Christmas. They didn't put start putting out Christmas shit in April. They just dedicated a. They didn't already dedicated a whole aisle of the store for Christmas shit, bro, in April. And it's for paying for you to be spending money all the way up to Christmas. So, and here, and like and here our ass is. We just spending money with them, bro. And guess what? I, when she told me that, I started laughing. I said, in April, she said, yeah, and people start to buy it already. Talking about it's on sale. Yeah, right hey. now. Like, it's month, like Christmas six months from now. You know what I'm saying? Like, for real? I'm selling this shit already, and it's like I, you know, I it's crazy. I had a right epiphany, now, man. Well, you're running out there hey, on hey, Black I, Friday. How do you know it ain't marked the same way it already was? And you're running out there on Black yeah. Friday at five, at five in the morning, freezing your ass off at negative forty-five degrees up here. And kiss my ass. I'm going back to sleep. <laughs> I, I had an epiphany, man, and 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 I ran this past my homeboy, man, and he told me he said. 
Dub, if you wasn't such an asshole, man, you'd be having some good ideas, but you're such an asshole that just scathes people and, and they don't be willing to buy onto it. He says you need to start tweeting that shit or direct messages somebody who a little bit smoother than you. But I had an epiphany. Think about every gift you done bought your child for Christmas for the last five years. And if at the beginning of that five years, instead of buying your child that gift, you opened him up a savings account. And every year, the money you was going to spend on Christmas, you put in a savings account. Right. How much he, How much would he have when he turned 18? Would he have enough to pay for his first year of tuition? Would he have enough to buy him a car when he got to school, if he got a scholarship, to pay for his books? Why ain't we giving our children a future instead of buying them some presents? Damn. Man, that you, you know that just hit. That shit just hit. Wow. You was like, "Why don't we give our kids a future instead of buying some present, like some shit that's in the present? Because them toys ain't gonna land. They gonna grow out them toys. They gonna yeah. grow out the video game. I spent fifty dollars on the video game. My son complete the goddamn game in two days. He don't play it no more." Hey, Damn. and that, that's like, that's like real, man. Like that, that, right hey, there. that's real, man. I be having them, uh, I be having them conversations with my sons, man. Because I'm telling you, they, they I, I had a old, I had a conversation with my oldest, and uh, I realized he's not as materialistic as he as he was when uh, when he was younger. You know, I'm starting to get through to him, and uh, he he big about spending time on uh, time with me. You know, because he's he 13, 14, he's starting to starting to be nosy. He was like, you know, I, I want to know why everybody think daddy crazy or why 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 daddy told why daddy told me uh, money is worthless. Because I told him some real shit one day. I said if it was if it was fourteen ninety two and we was all over here butt naked and you had to prove that your worth was more than another person before they before they invented money. How would you prove your worth? He said, I don't know. I said, it was about how much food you had and how big your family was. I said, look how much it's been changed in the last 500-something years. And I said, what I need you to understand is some fool went and fucked up the system and decided instead of growing crops, I'm going to pay somebody else to grow crops, and then I'm going to get involved, and we're going to sell these crops to other people so that way they don't have to work and grow crops. And what happened is everybody forgot how to grow food. So you become dependent. You become dependent on a person, so that person's worth becomes more than what it is because people can say messed up shit about farmers, but farmers make bank in California. That's a $100,000 a year career. The farmers market. This, this this California we talking about now. Farmers make bank out here. Out here too. Out here too. They 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 and they get they get loans faster than everybody else. And what I explained to him, I said the system has become so messed up. And I, I got another one, just like the Christmas one. I got another one. I broke it down to him. I said we will take dead trees and pay a farmer to grow food. I said, but the person with the dead trees don't know how to grow the food, and the farmer need the dead trees to grow food. I said, that's how fucked up the, the system is right now. And he was like, that's a simple way to put it. I said, think about it. You got one guy stacking up a whole bunch of dead trees, and he said, this is how much I'm worth. And another guy stacking up a whole bunch of dead trees, and he said, this is how much I'm worth. But it's dead trees. 
All it is is paper. It's dead trees. There's no monetary value behind it other than in God we trust. And, 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 to, and to piggyback on what you said, Doug, when it comes down to the world currency, our money means shit in the world. We don't yeah, have no been... value in our money. <laughs> tell about the no trip overseas, Nails. <laughs> tell about how, how hard it is to buy a meal overseas. This type of shit right here, man, we may have to create a show called Common Sense. I miss these guys. I've been, I've been there. We got the, we got the phone number now. We got the, the, the blog talk back rolling. We gonna have sports shows and talk shows again because this shit is too high. We gonna have talk shows. I'm gonna get an upgrade on the system. We gonna have talk shows for maybe about you know, special like two hours and then that last hour we going right back into this here because we, you guys just happened to catch me on that last hour, so we cut off. We got it in. This is like the inaugural show. But we wanted to get some more of this in because it's too much common sense. For those of you out there listening to what's going on, if you want to hear some real shit, you are in the place to be right here. It started out as 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 Frosty Worldwide, you know what I'm saying, on, 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 some, on what's popping. I guess I'll keep the Frosty Jeezy what's popping. But 516-418-5983, you hearing the realest shit you're going to hear any place, and it's 100, because we're going to say it and the way we say it and say it the way we meant it, man. They clearly keep this thing dusting up, man, so we can keep this thing rolling until they cut off, because we back tomorrow night, because this is, this is some good shit right here. You know what I'm saying? That's why I yeah. been kind of quiet. I was like, okay, some cats I can probably talk to that might know a little bit something I don't know. Go ahead, man. Hey, hey, you know, I, 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 I keep it real, man. I, my, my heart bleeds for my people, but I'm just like, I'm just like everybody else. And T. Will, y'all, y'all know, I be a cobra. Some, some days, motherfucker cross me, and and I get behind that keyboard, and I be the let off. <laughs> but I, I have to get off. I have to get off the page. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, cause, you know. Bruh, and, and, and with this stuff lately, like, I, y'all know how I, I be going kind of hard. Like, I, I done had to cut a couple of, a couple of family members off behind it. I'm sure some of y'all done had it too, too, man, because the the approach that we using is weak. Just think about just think about if this, this was a spousal abuse situation, and you with this woman, and you whooping on her and whooping on her and whooping on her, and she keep coming back praying for you to change and be a better person. And she keep coming back. Pray. She marched to the kitchen and cook and kneel in the bedroom and pray. And as soon as she get up from praying, you whoop her again. At what point you going to be like, damn, girl, why don't you leave? I'm tired of whooping on you. <laughs> you know what, I'm what point? I, 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 and my family gets so upset with me because 99% of my family is is religious. There's a you know, it's it, it's hardcore religious, and it's like I feel you. The, the book got some great stories in it. I'm a reader. I have several books. I'll post them online. But it fit in the category with the rest of the book. It's a great story. It really is a great story. It's inspirational, and I believe that it might have happened in three or four other different forms. But my partner sent me the realest picture. It was a whole bunch of little African kids and this white kid in the middle. And the caption said on the top, what Jesus looked like hiding in Egypt. And I fell out laughing, bro. I thought it was the funniest stuff. It's like 15 little black kids. I fell out laughing. It's like, we can't, we can't accept that that's not true. And 
I was breaking it down, you know, to one of my cousins, and I said, man, you got to be realistic about it. Christianity is the youngest religion in the world, basically. All the other religions got got some years to them. I think, I I think Islam might be younger, might be, but I doubt it. <laughs> I seriously doubt it. So think about it. If it's the youngest religion in the world, they had to pull the stories from somebody else. All them damn dinosaur bones and pyramids they find, and where is the ark? It's supposed to be big enough to hold all these animals, right? Where's the ark? <laughs> I just got a few simple questions and they're not getting answered right. And when I start asking them, people, this this is what tripped me out. When I start asking these questions to Christians, they always go back to the Bible. And it blows my mind. I'm like, you know, when you talk to a doctor or a brain surgeon, they have several books that they reference about being a brain surgeon. Multiple books. I, I grew up yeah. in a Christian household. I grew up a Christian person, but I got questions. You ain't going to tell me that my questions ain't valid. Am I a Christian right now? We ain't going to get into that. That's kind of deep. <laughs> All I'm going to say is I got questions, and y'all need to start having questions too. Because yeah, how can you beat somebody six days a week? How can you beat somebody six days a week, hang their grandfather, take the mother and turn her upside down and slit her stomach and let the baby hang out for the other slaves to see. Then take all the other slaves over there and beat them to death until they, until they work. And then on Sunday, all that shit go away. You put on your best Sunday slave clothes and go out there and worship. I'm There's some dots missing here for me, though. <laughs> I need to have a conversation with somebody. Hey, hey, when I, hey, and you know what they tell you when you ask too many questions? They say have faith. In what? Yeah, I need, that's I need I, questions there. I have a friend. I have a friend that's a that's a pastor, man. And you know, I I didn't went visit his church. I didn't went visit a lot of churches. And um, you know, we we go inside these churches, man. We see the we see the blue eyed Jesus on the wall. As a young kid, this is what this is this is what we're seeing. So when we think when we talk about Jesus and we talk about stuff like this, we're picturing that Jesus. We're picturing that, but when you read the Bible, and the Bible gives a description of how he looked with the white hair, with the white hair, nappy wool type hair, red, I, like that's not white people, dog. And I asked my friend, why do, if I go to your church, why, out of all the sermons you come up with, out of all the sermons they come up with, why this sermon is never touched? Why you never say what he looked like in the Bible? Y'all can find all the stories to talk about, but you won't. I never heard him say about say about that. Because on the wall is the white Jesus, and you want me to pay my tithe to come and give you my tithe for the white Jesus. But then the book don't don't. So they say, well, do, do away with the Old Testament. It's all about the New Testament. Well, it was the New Testament. Somebody had to write that New Testament, right? Right. So they gonna write in I, what they want to write in. They gonna make it. They gonna make it good for them. And even if they write they well, to a term all, they gonna write themselves well, to being law, being royalty and treated and treated but, like. But this go back in the this go back into what Nails was talking about about that narrative when the first thing they did when after Alton got shot and the first thing they did at the field got shot was they hit their background to try to spin the narrative to say hey. This person is a criminal, or this person is a bad criminal, or this color is a bad color. Do you think white people would be as acceptive of Jesus 
Because they, they push they push the same rhetoric on them that they do on us. If they thought he was black but they still think the same way they think about black people. Think about how many times you done heard a you done heard somebody tell a white person Jesus was black and they laughed hard. Like they just walked out of a Cat Williams concert. Hard. Not not, not chuckle. I mean that deep belly rumbling laugh. Because that's the inferiority complex that keeps being pushed. How is the Pope relevant when he's nowhere in, nowhere in the text of the Bible anywhere? And why do you think they have Catholicism? Because you got to remember, it was the Romans that supposedly murdered Jesus. And the, and the Jews caught the wrath because they stood there and they watched. Now, if you keep talking about you the chosen people, then why would you sit there and let him get murdered? Why would you sit there and let him kill him? I would think that all of you guys, if you thought he was the Messiah, somebody would have jumped out there and tried to save him. But you keep pushing Judas. You keep pushing that it's a Catholicism on us. And you, and you know that what, what, they, what they did to the children and stuff, why would you continue to push Catholicism? That's, that's why you created Catholicism, because the Romans, who, who, who basically the, all of the Catholics and all the Roman people followed the Catholicism thing. They had to create something because there's no way in the world they was going to accept the real Jesus with the feet of, 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 of brass and, and hair of sheep's wool. They're basically the problem. You wouldn't go accept him, so you created a derivative of Christianity, and you called it Catholicism, and that's why you got all them problems, because you lied from the beginning. And let, let's face it, Mom always taught me, yeah. if you lied a little I, bit, the damn story's a lie. I think they don't understand that the worst things for this story is how we all connect, and that's the Internet. Because every time somebody finds some facts, that's, that's our color They post it So it's stuff that we know now That we wasn't taught as a kid And the, and the cold thing about it is Our children will, I, could, I could be telling my boys a story And I'm telling you I have told them stories that I, About how I used to watch basketball With their grandfather and all of that They will google that shit before I finish telling the story That's how quick they are with it So if They, they doing that <laughs> Yeah, if they doing that, and and we kind of getting into the generation of doing that, we kind of step we kind of stepping into being in that generation. You got people like our parents' age; they don't want to hear it. And you know what? I can't blame them because they made it through all of that chaos and stuff. The stuff that we see in now, they were seeing two and three times a damn day in the South, and that's who was carrying them through it was white Jesus. But I cannot roll with no cognitive dissonance about the shit and be like, I know and feel and see all of this stuff and think that it's okay. And that's the same thing that I'm sitting here with, with these with this my, with these majority or the most or white people sitting here saying that there's no police brutality. Something is missing, bruh. You seeing this. Your eyes are seeing this. Yeah, yeah. And they're killing, they're killing black people, and y'all saying, but, and it's the same, it, the same thing that have me saying, why are y'all saying, but, is the same thing that have me saying, why is Christians like that? There's no evidence of what's going on. There's no evidence of what's going on. They ain't found no ark. They ain't found the cross. It's a lot of stuff. I'm burning bush. Uh, you ain't even got to find a whole tablet. Just find part of one of the tablets. I don't really care which which commandment. Uh, find any commandment for me. But we had a point where there's no evidence. But there is evidence of the pyramids in Egypt. 
there is evidence of police brutality. So how are you believing in stuff when there's no evidence of it? Which fits right into their narrative with Bigfoot and Ghost and all that paranoia activity and uh, Blair Witch and all that other weird <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> it fit right into the narrative. <laughs> hey, hey, Doug. Hey, Doug. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. Uh, that's that's real. That's real crazy, man. Because like out here in my area, just like. Like I told you about the, the lady that got killed at the uh, at the store. These people out here, the first thing that they're doing, anything happens with any black person that goes on, these people are spent to find any reason to condone it and say that it was cool. Look at his criminal record. He was a felon in the possession of a firearm, so he was a criminal. He should have, and man, these people are coming to the coming to these cops like we 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 commend you for doing what you're doing, and, and, and much love for the cops that put their lives on the line, and this that and the third. But what they're failing to realize, just like you said, man, it doesn't. It, it's not hard to see. Look at the TV and just be able to be real with yourself, and then you'll be able to try to fix these problems. When you just said about the about putting them motherfuckers in and making their ass accountable for them three for them three goddamn strikes. You get three strikes, three complaints. I wouldn't give a fuck if it was a complaint about somebody saying that you was an asshole. If you get three complaints, goddamn it, it's over with. Because I don't want to keep taking the time to go and, and you might, like I said, you, you, you might be mad because you done found your wife fucking the fucking mailman and now you coming to work ready to smoke somebody or ready to pull your gun out because you claiming that you scared. You scared to do this and you scared to do that there, but if you would do things in, in a different goddamn... That's the favorite one. Yeah. That's the favorite one. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, and then exactly. The same thing with the asshole did for Trayvon Martin. Like, you know, you, you kill somebody and tell the people you claiming that you did it in self-defense and you fear for your life. I said in that song, Neil, it's, I said the, the uh, stand your ground law is a is a is uh beg your part because to me saying your ground laws means free to kill and get a part. You know what I'm saying? Like you kill somebody and you wait for the government to call and say, "Oh, don't don't murk him. Let him make it." Now he's out. Now he's now now Zimmerman is terrorizing everywhere he goes. He's getting caught with the gun, and now he's getting glorified, and and now he's selling the gun on eBay, and somebody bought the motherfucking gun and destroyed it. That was good. Now do away with it. But for you to be cashing in money, go do videos, go do interviews, it's like they were trying to make you some kind of goddamn hero for fucking up. The same thing with the, uh, they said that the cop had supposed to have looked at some kind of surveillance uh, surveillance film concerning the um, the brother Alf and they got killed. And then when they looked at the store, the store manager said that was even the right dude. That was the wrong person. That's sad. His, his situation that just got so out of control, bro. Did, have y'all seen the picture where they showed him pinning his hands down while the other dude put the gun in his chest and shoot him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I saw that picture, man. That that is that's an execution, bro. And it, it's I a mean, lot of. I, I will give him. I, I will have to give him props, man. It, it's it's. I, I'm on Twitter, and you know, Twitter is like the wild wild west, bro. I always say 
Twitter is the evilest place on earth. Like you can block and they'll censor you a little bit on Instagram and Facebook is real good about censoring you or somebody reporting your post. Twitter, that shit gonna be up there until you take it down. <laughs> hey, 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 you can report that motherfucker a hundred times. I don't care. It's gonna be up there until you take it down. And it's a lot of cops you know coming what, out on Twitter you know like, nah, man, I, I teach. Uh, if we're texting what we're talking about right now. They come in and tell you you typing too fast, and if you don't slow down, they gonna they gonna cut your shit off. This shit to be two weeks in a row. Man, somebody was talking. To uh, well, I, like I said, I was online when a uh, old girl from Minnesota when she, when she was live. And they was actually killing the feed, killing the feed. They kept killing it because I, I, on my page, I reposted it like five or six times, and they kept, they kept deleting it, and it just spread so fast until it wasn't nothing they couldn't do. And about an yeah, hour later, it had started hitting the news station, like it, it had ballooned up. Because uh, shout out, shout out to the one brother that I was on uh, uh, Instagram with. I forgot, I forgot his name, but if I, if I give him a shout out, but they deleted his twice. He had another phone, an old phone, and he recorded it with his old phone. <laughs> and then he recorded it with his own phone, linked his two phones together, sent it, like, Bluetooth it to his other phone, and uploaded it again. So he had the actual video. And I was like, all right, see, we we starting to get a little bit too quick for him. They don't know how to handle it. But that's, I mean, that's what we needed to do because that sister was, she was putting up, she Bruh, if she didn't have no video, man, if she didn't have no video, she would have been Oh, next. man. Yeah. He, was he would have been he next. Was out there. She said so she they got the video, though, even though they had. Go ahead. Even though they had the video, man, motherfuckers still look at that video and, and justify the killing and say that the cop was right. Even though they looking at the video. Even though they it, looking it at the It ain't just. Yeah, it ain't just us though, man. They they kill a they kill a white kid out here, man. He was laying down on the ground and they killed him. Yeah, this what I'm. Uh, this is the thing. This is the thing I wanted to tell also. Well, today when I was talking to the dudes, man, uh, uh, one of the guys, man, who represented said that. Uh, uh, still in there? We lose T. Will. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, still here. We lose T. Will. Oh, oh, oh no. ball was like, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm, there, no there, I'm just telling you what. I'm telling you what the old ball, old ball was saying with his argument. He was trying to get a point across of saying that it's been more white people that's been killed by cops than black people, and that's not being, um, it's not being advertised or it's not getting put put in the public or the news. But what old, what old guy told him was that yeah, that didn't happen, but percentage and per capital is the numbers are out is no comparison. Yeah, you've had white people killed by 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 cops but comparing per black person to per country or I mean per city or state or whatever, you have more you have more black people it like the numbers overwhelming, bro. Like it's no comparison. But it's like why, yeah, why when uh, President it? Obama put it out yesterday, it, it's basically it said that we 21 more times likely to be shot or have police brutality happen to us. That's a staggering number. That means if you take 100 people, 20 of them black and 80 of them white, they're gonna go. They're gonna mess with all 80, uh, all 20 of them black folks before they get to them uh, white people, because that's what the numbers yeah. are. Yep. Yeah. That's that's ridiculous. 
But I mean, like, I, I was explaining to one of my coworkers because he was he was trying to tiptoe around it and ask a question, and I just shot it out there, bro. I said I'd have been stopped in my forty plus years growing up in L.A. and being in the military and other places. I'd have been stopped over a hundred times, bro. I said, and about fifty of them came out cool. <laughs> about fifty of them came. The other fifty, man, bruh. I'd have, I'd have had my car keys stoned by cops. I'd have had cops spit on me. And I'm thinking, man, you had to spit on me, dog. Your breath bad. I don't know. At this day and age, I don't know whether you got AIDS or not. You know, it's all kind of little little prick stuff. And you like, dude, what's wrong with you, man? It's like a little temper tantrum. And and, and the whole time that, hey, and the whole time that cube stuff going through your mind. Take the gun and the badge off and we can go one-on-one, bro. But why I got to come to yeah. that? Why you just can't say I don't like what you was doing? I'm gonna write you this ticket, and I got other shit I need to do. Why, why you have to ev- elevate this level of pussiness to the point where you got to sit there and say? Because that's what it really is. Is when you see somebody in power, you see a real side of a person when they got money and power. That shit Donald Trump's doing, that's who he really is. You take that money and power away from him. Remember when he was standing on that stage and that goddamn noise jumped up and his ass cut out? That's that's who the real Donald Trump is. That's who the real Donald yeah, Trump is. You already you take money and power away from a person. You take money and power away from a person, and all that evil shit float to the top. If you put that gun, all that all, 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 all that evil shit float to the top. Up out of here. You know you would bench press his ass up out of here. That's why he, he and, got and, that and, and, that and that that's, gun, that's the and shit that you're seeing though. Yeah, yeah, that that that's that's the shit that you're seeing though. Because I'd have been pulled over by cops, and I'd have had my shit with me. And I usually kind of evaluate how the dude do during the first 10 seconds. If he in a hurry to get the traffic stop over, I'm not telling him I got shit because those are the nervous ones. He want to get out of danger and give you the ticket and get it over with. But if he calm, he come up, hey, how you doing today? I'm all right. Uh, do you know why I pull you over? Uh, no, I do not. Well, the reason I pull you over is da-da-da-da-da. Okay, can I see your license and registration? Here's on my license and registration. Then they ask you, hey, do you have any weapons? And I break it down to them. I have one. It is not armed. If you get one of them dudes, you know why I pulled you over? I pulled you over because you were speeding. I'll be like, all right, I'm going to just shut up. I'm going to let him talk all the way until he gets his license and registration, write me my ticket, and go. <laughs> Cause you already know he in a hurry. You you say the wrong thing. He pulling out. I I quit I quit putting my shit in the glove compartment because I have this thing where I always keep one hand on the steering wheel and I would ask him for every move that I made before I reached over that glove compartment. You know what I quit start doing? I start putting that registration and that insurance right above my fucking sun visor where you can see it. And even then, I'm telling you where it is. So when it's time for me to just because the, the, the license and stuff, I keep my, my wallet and stuff right there where he can see it, right? When he, when he pulls up, I put the wallet on the, on the shit right above the sun visor, and I say, if, you, if he's right, you can go ahead and pull down the sun visor. I'm going to leave my hands on the steering wheel. You can go ahead and pull my, my, uh, my sun visor down and because and, and it's right here. Because I don't want to reach for shit. I don't want to lean. I don't want my wallet falling off my lap and having you unloading hollow tips off. I'm not going to let you have yeah, it. I'm not. And I ask you, for, and, and it's military. Yes, sir. No, sir. Thank you, sir. And I'm out. Yeah, I was, uh, I was yeah. complaining that somebody in the group uh, earlier. 
I was breaking it down. I'm like, look, dog, this is a life or death situation, man. You might have to say yes, sir, or no, sir. <laughs> this is a life or death situation yeah. right here. Go yeah, ahead. I told you. Uh, you know. Hey, Just a couple of, a couple yes, of, uh, man, a couple of months ago, man, me and my partner got pulled over by the cop. It's at nighttime, so they come, they pull behind us. You know, they got the, uh, they got the little highlight on and it's flashing all in, all in our faces. We couldn't see, so uh, it's dark at night. Nigga already, you know, all gnawed on, on one of these dark back streets anyway. So when the cop walked up to walked up to the uh, my side of the uh, car, he asked me to roll the uh, over roll the window down. I had my hands up. So he was like, "Man, you can put your hands down." I was like, "Nah, I'm gonna keep it right here." Nah, I, I no, and for real, he was telling me I yeah, could put I my you. hands down, but my nigga, I was scared. I said no, I wasn't putting my hands down. I'm a, I'm not giving you no benefit of the doubt to where you can say, well, it looked like he was reaching for something. No, my hand's right here up high. I hear you want my IDs right here in my pocket. I'm going to reach in my pocket and give my wallet. I gave him my whole wallet. All my money and shit was in it. I gave him my whole wallet, like, here, my ID right here. You like, I'm not putting my hands down. And it was kind of crazy because he was snickering like, man, you can put your hands down, and he was a black cop. And... Before I, you know, like I said, I couldn't see what, what 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 color he was, the way he was walking up. But it didn't it didn't put me on chill of thinking. Well, I hope this is a black cop. Now all I'm doing, bro, is just keeping my hands right here, so you won't mistake me for reaching for anything. Because I know y'all remember um, the the video of the brother that got pulled over by the cop at that gas.